How does it feel? It, uh... Feels like times have changed. Night shift again. 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 I'll be damn late. Now, where are my people? 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 Where are my people?
talking about it and I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea why I'm here. I don't know what I'm doing, you know, talking about this. Uh, I saw something, they saw something. There was a, a lot of light. That's all I mean.
that was the kind of world we'd made. Tune to listener sponsored radio. WBAI. And the name of the show Night Shift. Now, now, Mike from Jersey. Yes, sir. Welcome back. And Thank we're, you. We're Thank actually you doing, yes, a live show. Yes. We like are it, not on tape. We're not on tape like it used to be. And Here's what we're going to do. We are going to take calls. And, you know, uh, like I said, when, when, I, when we do these live shows, yes. I like to keep it old school. Oh, yeah. And we talk about how life is like science fiction. I mean, I think there's really no doubt. You know, the last couple of years, if you're not on board, you know, <laughs> I, 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 you know I don't know what to say. But um, last week, please, in the last just any pick any day at any time and what's what's happening. And, and the, the, the but here's the thing. Here's the thing that that I say often here on the show. And I'm just going to frame life is like science fiction with this. And, and I'm, I know you've heard me say it. You probably heard me say it here on the air is the thing about um, human beings is that we can normalize everything. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we can get used to anything literally. Now, I think it's something that is part of our survival instinct, you know, where, you know, you can, 
Adapt you, to your environment. You adapt to your exactly. You know, you're, you're, you'll eat out of the garbage if you have to, if you're starving, you know. So, you, you, you know. So, uh, that being said, I think that in, in many ways, this is how the populace is, let's just say, controlled or, you know, the whole sheep thing, you know. Oh, yeah. Follow the herd. So, now, here's the thing now. If a society, a culture, let's not just say the entire human race, but it could be, okay? But if we've reached a point of insanity, right, we're literally... Oh, we're past the point. But here's the thing. How would we know? Because we're just used to day-to-day insanity. So we're living in insane times. And, and I, so I, I, that's what I'm putting forth because, you know, you clearly are... You oh, know, you've, been, you've been listening to the show for a long time, so you're completely indoctrinated. So it, it, convincing you... My question is, was I nuts before or after listening well, to Well, you see, the thing is, like, <laughs> why did we resonate with you as a teenager? That's, that's the question. Um, so, uh, by the way, I have to say, uh, for those who are listening, this is Night Shift. Uh, I'm Mike Sargent. I'm here with Mike from Jersey, which is not really his real name. It's just yeah. the name he used when he used to call... As a young man, calling the show as the show has been on, not quite before as, I was a young yeah, man. The, before you, you know, you were yeah, you were a budding, soon to be young man, uh, and and now here you are, fully grown, here I am. adult, still coming on this show, and, and <laughs> though we haven't been on quite as long as Hour of the Wolf, you know, uh, we can only hope to be on that long. So, night shift. We talk about how life is like science fiction, and I, and I have stories to, to back it up, but I'm also going to put forth that maybe we are insane. Maybe it is insane. As a matter of fact, I, we take call, I'd, like, I'd like you to tell me what's the craziest thing that you've heard in the last year. What's the craziest thing? Because there are a lot of crazy things. So. What what stands out to you is the craziest thing you've heard in the last year? Because now we're going into a new year of craziness. We're hitting a new level. 2020 was like the beginning of total, full-blown science fiction. I mean... There was a worldwide outbreak. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So so I looked up the word insanity. Okay? And, and you know, you go to Google and they give you like the Oxford definition. Right. So here it is. The state of being seriously mentally ill, madness. And then they put in quotes, he suffered from bouts of insanity. And and what I thought about just the word, you know how it is after a while when you have a word, if you say it enough, does it, does it like like anything else, does it, does it sort of lose its, its meaning, you know? So, uh, yeah, I think the wor- words themselves always become, you know, oh, you're insane. Well, here it is. So, so in Google, they give you a pronouncer. Insanity. 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 So that's the, that's the pronouncer uh, of what she says. That, that what, 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 and now the, the question is, <laughs> is that what we're living in? I say there's a very good chance. But, um, so I, I have some stories though, because, you know, we're used to so many aspects of, ins- of, of society just being totally insane. Okay. So I'm going to just jump through a few of them with you and then we'll take some calls. Can I, can I ask you just a very quick question? Yes. It, 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 I'm curious if this is one of your stories. Did you, did I, do you see the thing I sent you about the, 
basically the Batmobile that anyone can buy? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm it's not like sure. a $20,000 car, and they say if you upgrade... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I have that story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have that story. Yes, okay. no, yeah, yeah. They, they don't even call it a Batmobile. No, it's, it's far beyond that. So uh, I see people are calling, and we haven't even given out the number. So these are <laughs> these are callers. They're not listeners who are like, hey, I like this. Show. There's call. like three lines that up before. Yeah, so I'm going to just see... I'm going to take a chance and see who's calling and what, what they have to say. And Because I have... I still have, you know, sort of... Post caller trauma from from long ago uh, with people who would call and do all kinds of crazy things. So let's see if I can take this call. Uh, Helly on the air. Helly on the air. Right. Hello, you're on the air. All right, I don't hear anybody. Okay, and I haven't given out the phone number yet. Hello, you're on the air. Okay. There were like three lines lit up. I mean, uh, people are calling. I have no idea what where the call Hello? is. Hello. Oh. Yes. How large found you? Hello. You're in the air. Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Who is this? This is Glenn, man. I have a problem, man. I called. I don't know if I'm on the radio, but I'm, I hope I'm not on the radio. You are on the radio. I hate to tell you. Oh. But I, I speak to you offline? Well, you can speak to me offline, but not while I'm during a show. So I would say, it is a, right. you know, you have to call a different number, but I don't know what number you called. But I'm sorry you're having problems with the station, and there are other numbers to call. A problem that I heard last night on the radio. All right, well, then that's totally not the time to call you. And this is the only number I have. But, but, you know, I don't know that we have a number where you can call and talk about shows that happen, but that would be kind of a good concept, I think. And then, you know. All right, well, thank you, sir. And the phone number here for is. actually people to actually call is 212-209-2877. And, and we will be taking some calls, and I do have some stories uh, for you. Mike, I have a question in the yeah. theme. What is, if you don't mind me asking, mm -hmm. unless you want to save it for later in the show, no. what was what is your... The craziest, Personal. craziest story that I heard? Yes. Oh, no. First of all, if, if I had one, I would not reveal it this early <laughs> in the show. I want you to stay tuned. Right, yes. You know, because we're going to take various people's craziness. But I, I'm curious. But but this is what I mean by so many aspects of, of our society is literally insane. Okay, here's this one. Have you heard about... Now, first of all, you, you know there's something or there was something at Disney called Splash Mountain. Yes. Right. You knew about Splash Mountain. I know right? all about Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain, it's, it's a water ride. Yes. Okay, at Disney. Okay. Clearly, it has sentimental value yes. to some people because maybe they grew up, maybe they, they've been going on the, the Splash Mountain water ride forever. But here's what happened. Disney canceled. They, 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 they shut down the splash yeah, ride. Okay. They shut the down. Over. They shut. It's, it's over. Now, people are selling genuine splash mountain water. Okay. <laughs> now, I thought, come on. So I went on eBay. How do we know it's genuine? Okay. Well, ex <laughs> because it's labeled with a piece of tape and the oh. date is the, the, the final rare. Toxicology It's rare. Listen to me. Rare. Last day. Somebody's written on a plastic bag of water. Last day. So, I mean, okay. And it's selling. Somebody Somebody has one listed for $5,000. Now, obviously, they're not going to get it. But the average price is about $100. Oh, my God. For a bag of of of, of, of 
genuine splash of water mountain. Now, let me just ask you a question. First of all, okay. <laughs> what are you going to do with the water? Just, no, forget all that. Okay, let's just unpack this, this slightly, okay? How many people went <laughs> down to Splash Mountain on the last day with jugs of water? Knowing that they're gonna cash, bring it, bring it. They're gonna cash in. Like, how, how does gotta this, get a piece of this before it's gone? Exactly. Like, Pick up the water. Who, who was predicting the futures of splash water? All right. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that uh, that that that's insane. That people are buying it, though. Yeah, people to are me, buying it. That that well, that's because people will buy anything. Tell me that. Well, now you see, that's insane. Okay. So I'm just just my first example as we start I mean, to move the- into. Uh, much deeper territory of, of the insanity. And I'm not even going to talk about the obvious insanity that we all know is going on. I'm just going to get into to, to the... to the. Okay, how about this one? Okay. Um, oh, no, I won't even get into that. No, that's that's too good. I'll save that for Mike, later. did I tell you in terms of a personal experience with insanity that I was on the way? This must have been at least a year ago. Maybe is this the craziest been... thing that you that's happened well, to you? Well, it is personal experience. Personal, I, I, personal insanity. Personal, I mean, there's definitely been a lot of uh, freaking freely, shall we say, in the city lately, with just behavior in general. Did My you say personal freaking freely. Yes, I know the subways. Like I see well, videos on, t- on that's Instagram. It's I like, was on, and I and I'm pretty sure I told you the story. I was on, on the I was on the way home from the station, and I was on. So I was on the A train, and uh, I don't remember what stop. We were in between two stops, and all of a sudden, this guy. He, it's just me and this other person on the intro and the entire train car and he just gets up casually and pulls down his pants and he starts pooping oh, in front of the door okay first of all let me just say this let me and it was just say one this. of those trains where you couldn't okay. go to another let me car. tell you something he missed out okay let me tell you how he missed out all right you know why he missed out okay okay this is just was one of those stories just to talk about our society uh here we go looking to make some extra cash you could earn up to $1,500 a month for donating your poop. Okay. This is a recent story. Uh, you may not think of your daily bowel movements as a potential source of extra income. It turns out it could be you could be flushing good money down the drain. I don't know who wrote this here. This is Tobias Wartime. That's his name. Okay. And, uh, like, do you think anybody really has the last name Wartime? Like, how do you, how do you get that name? In your, exactly. You're not a comic book character. All right. So, but I, I will, just as a sidebar, I did have for, for almost two years my, my doctor, my, my, my general practitioner, Dr. Power. Stop. I swear his name is Dr. Power. I said I love telling people, yes, I have to call my doctor, Dr. Power. All right. Anyway, uh, so this company studies stool samples from healthy adults between the ages of 18 to 50. And so they're looking for various things. So they just want, and here are the requirements. I still have time to get in on this. Exactly. Between the ages of 18 and 50, have regular bowel movements, fall in the range of normal weight and body mass index for your age and height, don't smoke, have no history of gastrointestinal disease, alcohol, or drug abuse. Well, that strikes you out. There. Yeah, that It says aren't pregnant, okay, or though they have pregnant. some exceptions, can donate three to four times per week. That's, that's like that's, that's an interesting side. It's like hustle. every time I go to the bathroom. Uh, uh, yeah, and they want you to live in a major city, one of the donation centers in Los Angeles, Boston, Phoenix, or other metro areas. Well, dear, and so that guy was missing out. You know, he could have been making fifteen hundred dollars a month instead of he's You're doing it for free. Money down the toilet. You, exactly, doing it for free on the subway. So, tell me that our society is not a little bit insane. Come on. 
So uh, I have the uh, the migrants that refuse to leave the Midtown Hotel. Do you know about this? Yeah, but I, I would refuse to. Yeah. What are you talking about? That's not insane. I'd be like, what? No. Yeah, I'm staying here at the hotel. I would, you know, I, I, I'm just saying I would. Now, just in terms of, first of all, we can give out the phone number, 212-209-2877. You can tell us what's the most craziest thing that you've heard in the last year. But um, how about this one? Did you hear about this this UK woman? Now, first of all, you know men have been marrying a blow-up dolls yes, in Japan yes, yes. And, and all kinds of crazy stuff. Covered on the show, like, yeah, every yeah. conceivable so, so idea. It, so, so the idea that we can um, have romantic relationships, because a long time ago on Night Shift, we did a whole thing on uh, in, in, you know relationships with inanimate objects. Yes. Okay? But clearly, you know, if it's a blow-up doll, you animate the object, all right? But this UK woman, Okay, she married her duvet. Oh, yes, right. Yeah, I did know about this. Okay, you grew up because she says, a woman decided to give up on men and the pursuit of marriage by just marrying her duvet. Okay, now, this is a story from uh, uh, News 18. This is, you know, this is what was happening in in Great Britain here. It says here, in the age of self-love, and who is the writer on this one? This is just says, by the Buzz staff. Okay, so oh, okay. they all put this together. Okay, it says, in the age of self-love, the need for depending on anyone has reduced dramatically. People often lead lives without a partner, and they are happy doing so. A woman decided to give up on men and the pursuit of marriage by just marrying her duvet. 2019, Pascal Selleck, 49. 49. Like that's a little early to give up. Uh, organized a lavish ceremony to marry her bedding. She even hired a wedding planner to properly celebrate the marriage. How many people showed up? Listen, how many people showed up and didn't <laughs> shake their heads? Okay. It says the artist issued an open invitation to anyone who wanted to attend the wedding. Selleck described herself as rude, crude, and spectacular exhibitionist. Oh, my God. So there it is. She says, it has always been there for me, and it gives me great hugs. Okay. Now, you know, they have dolls now. They have uh, stuffed animals, um, uh, plush animals that are weighted Oh yeah. with long arms so that they can hug you. Oh, my God. Yes. I actually don't know if I know this, that little yes, fact. They're called moon children or something like that. Yes. this is. They have a whole series, and each one of them has a concept from what planet they're from. So... You introduced me to uh, what is it? The, the something clone, the stuffed animal replicate, the replicas. Oh, stuffed animal replicate. Oh yeah, the cuddle clones. That's right, cuddle clones. You can get an exact uh, stuffed animal replica of your living animal if you want. Uh, hello, you're on the air. Who's here? Well, Mike, how you doing? Who's, hey, how you doing? Hey. So who who is Dead. this? What this? Who is this? Dead. Oh, it's Danny. Get the hell out of here. This is Danny? Yes. Danny. Listen. Oh, my God. Danny. I know Danny's a gruff man. He's like, hey, it's Danny. Danny. Hi, I'm Danny. So, Danny. So, Danny. So, look at it. It's old home with Mike from Jersey and Danny on the same show. It's nuts. There it is. Okay. And, you know, and I have and I have some weirdness too. I have some rare weirdness here also to play for you. So, Danny, tell me what's the craziest thing that you've heard or, 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 or in the last year, just in terms of what's happening with human beings here on the planet. What's the craziest thing you've heard in the last year? Tell me. 
in the last year when I heard? Yeah, I don't you, said you heard or read a song. I, I, saw, right, I yeah. saw something crazy. What'd you see? What? Well, first off, you know, when you invite Mike Sargent somewhere, <laughs> he will show up late and will not show up at all. First of all, this when is not crazy, true. He showed up. <laughs> see, you know something, Danny? You're feeling safe now that you're back in South Carolina. He's like, I can talk. <laughs> I can say whatever I want. So, Danny. No, so what was crazy was when I went to Harlem, Mike, Mike said, hey, all come right. up to okay. Harlem. Okay, first of all, okay, <laughs> I tell him to get off at 145th Street. He right. gets off at 125th Street, and he's like, where am uh, I? Yeah. I'm like, you're not on 145th Street. So, yeah, yeah, preempted your story. Sorry. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and then I see a freaking home. I'm standing in the corner. NYPD freaking right there outside the train station. I stand in the corner, texting Mike. I was like, where am I going? Where am I going? And then I see a homeless guy with a shopping bag. Not a little freaking bag. A shopping bag of McDonald's. He freaking stands next to me. He looks at me, and he lays down on the ground on top of his food. Takes out a burger and starts eating it like if he was laying in bed. Well, you know, you look like that kind of guy. Like, you know what? I'm a park right next to this guy. And have no, dinner. I was invading his space, pretty much. <laughs> you were invading. That's right. You, so messed you up mind? His this is my living room. You messed up his dinner, Danny. So you have you have heard nothing that you think is insane? Do you think this world is... The, the, the question was, I don't know if you've been listening, but the question is, um, you know, if we as a society have gone insane, how would we know? because we accept so much insanity in so many areas. So, my question, Danny, considering what you are and who you are, Danny, do you think the world's insane or is it just, uh, just, just the way humans are? It's freaking completely nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's good. freaking nuts. Exactly. Okay, thank you. It is insane. All right, so what about the woman who married her duvet? Do, what do you feel about that, Danny? Do you feel that's insane or no? You're, you're not talking about the one that buys the feces. No, I, no. What? I didn't even... Fries, I didn't, what? Fries I even, the feces? Stop. Don't even try and repeat whatever it is he said because I don't even want to know, all right? <laughs> I don't know what this... All right, but how about this, Danny? This will be right up your alley. This is what Mike from Jersey was talking about. The new... Okay, here it is. This from the Guardian, the the Resvani yes. Vengeance. Okay, this is an extreme weaponized SUV set to terrify America's streets. The extreme features of the Resvani Vengeance, including electrified door handles and blinding strobe lights, are wholly in tune with lethal trends in the U.S. market. In Southern California, parking lot warfare just got real. Not content with supersized pickup trucks and child-killing SUVs, America's road warriors can now go full military apocalypse with the arrival of the Resvani Vengeance. While its competitors offer heated seats, optional roof racks, this souped-up SUV offers bulletproof glass, blinding strobe lights, electrified door handles, and wing mirrors that can shoot pepper spray. Doesn't it also have like a mist, like a smoke? Uh, well, it's also, yes, it says the car can release a dense smoke screen to confuse people following you. Now imagine if OJ... Why are you being followed? Well, imagine if OJ had this. Okay, I'm 
just saying. It says, as well as detect electromagnetic pulses from nuclear weapons. Stop, stop. I'm telling you. That listen, I, that Danny, would you get this, Danny? No. <laughs> so what do you mean? So you can be it's, safe on the way to the grocery store. It's literally a Batmobile. Okay, listen. It goes. You want to know what it goes for? What do you think it goes for? I would say like uh, 79000 79,000, you naive young man. All right, look, first of all, let me just give you a few more things that are on it. Let's, let me help you out here. It says, um, there is no rear screen window, right. okay? Okay, because of, that would be unsafe. Drivers have a live video rear view mirror and front camera overlaid with augmented reality. Yeah, so in other words, like... Like the screen is literally like a screen. Yes, it's like exactly. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And uh, you should see it. It looks like something out of, uh, you know, the last run. Okay, here we go. Uh, it starts at $285,000, maxing out to $499,000. Right, if you get all the extras. Yes. Now, I can see like certain celebrity. Uh, I mean, I don't know. What well, I mean, clearly there's a market for this. I, I, I'm just wondering what we'll be reading about, you know, with victims so, wait, of the Resvani vengeance. Here's my question. If there's one person out there, and they're actually, Dude. you have been writing stories Dude. about the Dude. actual real-life superheroes. Dude. Who's to stop one person from buying that? And First like, of all, yeah, one, one person who's got money. Right. Who's arrogant? Who doesn't care? Who who who? It, yeah, one person. There are a lot of people like that out there, dude. Right. So, uh, it it it, it tell, Danny, is that yeah. insane or is this just you know it's just uh, you know a free market? That's like a phase. A phase. <laughs> it's not a phase. It's, a phase. It's, a, it's the new Hummer. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so. You don't see anything bad happening from this? What could go wrong? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Here's my question. Why, uh, why is it people making such a big... Bank robberies, maybe? Oh, bank robberies. Oh, my now. God. That's great. Yes. I, yes. I literally never thought of I, I love the bank robberies. I love that, you know, like, Bane would pull up with a fleet of them, you know? So, yeah, with spraying pepper spray at the cops and smoke bombs and, you know, there it is. Here's my question. How what? does it people make, especially you saw in a lot of 80, 80s movies in the 90s and today, about making a big deal about cops being armed and you shouldn't put guns on police vehicles. But a regular consumer who, of course, has $250,000 can buy... A regular consumer. A right. Well, yeah, well, again, this is, this is the, you know, w w okay, if, 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 if we had a mentality here in this country, it was the Wild West. There was a Wild West. There was a time of people walking around with guns all the time. Right. Okay. That was the deal. Okay. We had these weapons of, you know, at least death we could walk around with. We you kill were your you. own police. There it is. You were on your own police. And so we had that. And that's when some of these laws were written. Yeah, we're never going to do that. All right. So now, as time goes on, technology goes on, I was just reading about there's a company going to be releasing AK. Uh, yes. 15s for children uh, to play with. So there it is. Okay, that's insane. That Exactly. Tell me that's, that's not insane. insane. That's exactly. That's insane. Of course it is. All right. So it's literally marketed to children. Yes. It's the, uh, hello. You're in the air. Hello. Hello. All right. 
I don't know why we don't get those people. Uh, the phone number here is 212-209-2877. And we're just talking about how insane the world is right now because life is like science fiction. We've been saying it, and hopefully now you know as well. But here's the next question. what? How much more insane is it going to get? Oh, listen, how about this one? You like this? You like this? Okay. You ready? Yes. Okay. Pest controllers. Pest controllers, okay? Using facial recognition software to kill rats in people's homes. What? <laughs> Soft, you ready? What? Okay, and, and I love, tell me this is not a Schwarzenegger movie, because the way you get to the name of the, the company, it says here, the software which Rent-O-Kill began developing 18 months ago along with Vodafone will track the rodents' habits to help decide how to kill them. The world's biggest pest control group is planning to eliminate rats through the use of facial recognition, with trials now taking place in people's homes. That's Joe. Get him. <laughs> there it is. So, Danny. Yeah. Thoughts? <laughs> so we're now, like, identifying specific rats. Look, look, you can, you can, know, you can know that it was that rat. That was going after that cheese. All right, it says, it says, Rent to Kill says, rodents are thought to be responsible for more deaths than all the wars in the last thousand years. That's obviously in their their publicity material. It says, Andy <laughs> Ransom told me, he said, you need us. We must identify your rodents. All right, it says here, Andy Ransom, chief executive, told the Financial Times, with facial recognition technology, you can see that rat number one behave very differently from rat number three. And the technology will always identify which rat has come back. Which are they feeding? Where are they sleeping? Who's causing the damage? Which part of the building are they coming from? Where are they getting into the building? This is William Shatner selling me the reasons. Where are they getting into the building? Whether it's from the same rodent that caused the rodent problem from last week? All right, so that's is what, what they, they, that's the whole push. Yes, Rento Kill. Rento Kill has been developing facial recognition for several years, but it has moved a step further toward following the acquisition of an Israeli company. Of course, so it's like, an Israeli company. Was a, it's like former. Uh, yeah, wow. So here we go. This is the world, you know. This is. It's like ex Mossad goes into the uh, rat killing business. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Danny? Thoughts? Thoughts, Danny? <laughs> Freaking Tom from Tom and Jerry. Wish he would have had that. <laughs> hey. Freaking friend Jerry. Oh, God. This is so insane. Without. That was the kind of world we'd made. Yes. That sounds expensive. Uh, you know, old Macy, old Macy back in the day said that our generation, Mike from Jersey, yes. our generation was shot. No. No. This generation is shot. Look, please. Hello, you're on the There's air. No hope for this one. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? So... I love you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a little busy. Uh, well, 212-209-2877. The numbers, like the lights keep lighting up, and I press the There's button. There's like three people with three So I don't know. You, you have to be patient because I think our phone system is, is not um, flawless. 
Well, so, well, you know what, Mike? What? I'll let other people call in. You gonna let other I people call in? Well, there's a lot of lines you don't here. Have to, uh, but you want to go, Danny? You are you gonna keep to listening? You. Are you gonna keep listening, Danny? I'll keep listening. All right. If something occurs to you, something insane, you can call back. All right. And tell us what's going on. All right. All right. All right. There you go. Okay, how about this one, Danny? Okay, I'm Danny. Uh, I still like feel like I'm talking to Danny. Okay, how about this? Okay, pet rabbits are so popular in one city. Luxury bunny resorts have popped up to cater to them. What? Listen, if people could spend money on a weaponized SUV, they could spend money on their rabbit. So, here it is. It says here, dog and cats may be the most popular pets, but in one city, the rabbit is giving canines and felines a run for their money. In Hong Kong, one of the world's most densely populated cities where most apartments range from small to minuscule, rabbits are popular pets. And when the bunny's owners are away, they are now rabbit resorts to step in and cater to the animal's every need. But here's the thing. People eat rabbit in Hong Kong. So how do you uh, have one they, as a pet? They dog in other countries, too. There's people still have pet. I mean, you know, who knows? I, I mean, it's a cute factor. I don't know. I mean, maybe only they only eat the ugly bunnies. I, I, I really, you know, I don't know. Because uh, you, 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 have you ever met a cow? A cow? Yeah, actually. You've I, met a cow, but yeah. you still eat them. Not only that, I forgot that I did. Yeah, uh, see, you forgot. You see, I, there it is. You I, are the typical cute. Here's the thing. Here, typical I'll, I'll use a different animal. As far as, cow as, as, far as pigs, when mm -hmm. I see a, a pig, uh, I literally see like bacon. Like, wow, you're, a, you're, an, you're an animal. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. 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 Hello, yes, hello. Hi, I'm trying to get on the air with Mike Sargent. You're you're on the air with Mike Sargent now. Who is this? I think I know this. Oh, Mike, this is Yvette Vega. Oh my God, Yvette Vega! Wow. All right, tell you. I'll tell you a quick night shift story about Yvette Vega. Yvette Vega. Okay, there was a night shift listener. Okay. Okay. Now, Yvette Vegas is like an amazing woman. She does all these things, okay? <laughs> yes. But there was a night shift list. Now, this is a typical night shift because night shift is like a community. It's pre, you know, internet, you know, all, everything that we have in the 21st century. Yeah. So, uh, a longtime listener of my show, okay, met and fell in love with this woman, right? And it turns out the woman he fell in love with is somebody I knew from childhood. And at some point before they get married... He he's like telling her, you know, I guess all about him and everything, and tells her how he's addicted to this show, and it's <laughs> night shift. So now I I had never met him, but he had been listening for years. So we decided to have his bachelor party here, <laughs> on live air. on the oh air, okay, with belly dancers, Stop. led by 
Yvette Vega. Oh, my God. Oh. So, live. That's correct. So, Yvette Vega. <laughs> I wish I did not that miss was, that. That was an event show. You missed it. So, Yvette Vega, how Let's are you? See. Well, I, I uh, do not want to marry my duvet. <laughs> but I would love to clone my dog. Ah. And uh, I don't know. You've been talking about stuff. So, I was uh, propelled I've been trying to call in for the past half hour. So what happens when you call? What happens when you call? The one that you gave. But what happens? Does it ring? Like, what what happens when you call? Um, Yeah, it rings, disconnects, rings, disconnects, but here I am. Oh, okay. Well, well, I'm glad you called now. So I have a question for you then, because we are talking about a lot of stuff. We're talking about how life is not just like in science fiction, but... You know, we as a society, humans, we may be insane. We just, you know, we just don't know it because we've just gotten used to it. So what would you say is the craziest thing that you've heard in or seen or read in the last year? Now that we're going into a new year of craziness. The craziest thing? I think about um, how government is preparing us for ufos mm. <laughs> oh yes no it's that's the absolute that is absolutely she's not wrong she's no she's absolutely correct listen you, why do you think i'm friends with her she can <laughs> she knows about ufos she can belly dance come on and this, i'm just that's just the top of her resume all right so uh all right so tell me what 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 do you think now so have you always believed in UFOs, or is this just something? No, that... no, oh. no. I'm Catholic, so okay. I do, I do believe in saints, right? And I do believe in higher powers and uh, um, divine wisdom. But no, I don't believe in UFOs. Although I'm sure there's life on another planet. Well, if God created everything, then he would have created the aliens. Yeah, but it's just so ironic and so weird that the news is like UFO, 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 UFO. Like, all of a sudden, this was big in the Kennedy area, era, right? But why now? Oh, no, I think they're preparing us for sure. I think they're totally preparing. I think us. it's I th- looking for a comeback. It I was think I think in the 90s. It, it's like anything else. If you if you can normalize UFOs and the talk of UFOs and the sighting. All right, I have a story. I have a story. It, it, speaking of what Yvette is speaking of, you know, because <laughs> UFO of listen, I have a story. It's happening right now. This is this is yesterday. You ready? Hold on. Let me let me get to it. Okay, here it is. All right, you ready? Okay, this is from the BBC. Mysterious whirlpool appears in the night sky above Hawaii. Ooh. Wow. Okay, and they have video 
They have video. It says, <clears throat> excuse me, an observatory in the Mauna Kea, I think it's Mauna Kea, Mauna Kea, Hawaii, captured footage of a flying spiral making its way through the night in the early morning hours on January 18th. Scientists believe the phenomenon is connected to the launch of a SpaceX satellite. Wait, what? Oh, it was us. It was us. It was us. So, there you go. Uh, maybe. And, and we've, you heard about the UFO cloud in Turkey, right? Yes. And, and now they're releasing. I mean, I think that, uh, so what do you think they're going to do? Do you think that, that, do you think it's possible as a Catholic Okay, because I know you're not just a Catholic, though. But you're, you're, you know, you're spiritual. You're open-minded. You're, you're a writer, a performer, all these things. Do you think it's possible that certain aspects of of religion or, or what you know, if you don't believe in it, could consider it mythology, that that spirits, saints were aliens or were perceived as aliens? Do you think there's a possibility that they could be one in the same? What's your thought on that? That, 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 that is very deep. So I know you know my dog. His name is Star Vega. I actually named him after the Star Vega, which is like the almost the biggest solar star next to the sun. Uh, he is super intelligent. And I don't mean to deviate from the subject. I just mean that I don't know. If he was celestial, he'd be from the Star Vega. Is what I have to say. Okay, all right. Well, then, CCNEC, you have an alien dog, and you know, you're, you're letting. I understand. You know where his soul hailed from, from across the universe. Listen, of course. Of course. This is possible. Listen, souls would travel across time and space like it was nothing. And he'd tell you, yes, you named me after my system. So I think that that is, uh, is very open-minded. I actually have Star Watch. You have Star Watch? No, what it's is Star Watch? It's a free um, app. Oh, Star Watch. Star Watch. And it, you, it's free. You can download it for free. I'm not advertising Star Watch, but whatever. It's you point free. it up at the sky and you, it shows yeah, you the constellation. Yeah, you point it anywhere. It sees between walls. <laughs> it sees between it sees walls. It sees all the constellations and all the planets and all the solar systems it shows you yeah, everywhere it shows you the stars and the constellations from your point of view so okay. if you point it down if you point your ipad towards china you would see what stars are in between you and the other side of the world well but which way is china uh, downward down up right left i'm in eastern long island well, China's sideways so. from there. Yeah, I guess you're like, like di- downward diagonally. No, that's, that's you know, I, I think asking Mike from Jersey where things, certain places you know. on the planet are is not a good idea, just so you know. <laughs> what is, I didn't mean to be silly. No. You know what? I, I'm, I'm sorry to be Debbie Downer. <laughs> How are you being but Debbie I Downer? I No, because I, you know, I really wanted to hear your perspective on what's happening with the Tyree situation. 
like I'm messed up about it. And I'm well, Puerto Rican. I mean, here's what I think. I think that we we've created a, you know, just like okay, look at what's happened with politics. Okay, we we've seen that. Now, uh, politics, you know, we've always had issues with politicians and not being able to trust them and this and that. But we've, we, we've gone way past, there's very few leaders that become politicians. We have more politicians who become politicians. And most of those politicians can be corrupted. Now, but now we're in a new era. We're in an era where you really don't even have to have a background in politics. All you have to do is be bombastic and make the news and be inflammatory and, and do ridiculous things. You don't even have to be educated about the stuff you talk about. It's it's a different age. It's a different age of, of just, you know, posturing and, and stupidity. You don't even so, have to be educated. Now, now. So it's attracting. So that's why we have, you know, the, the you know, all the, we have certain uh, types now within, let's just say, the Republican Party, you know. Because you know, let's put them in focus for a minute. Now, I think the same thing has happened with the police. Besides all of the, the inherent racism, you know, it, it's a system that, that uh, attracts a certain type of personality. And, and it's a certain type of personality that if let loose, if unchecked, if, if protected... You know, so many aspects of, of what the police uh, uh, force, I think, were set was set up for is long, long outdated. You know, our, we, we, you know, they talk about police reform. There has to be a complete rethought. There are things the police should never have to deal with. They shouldn't be dealing with mental patients and, and things like that. There, there's so many things wrong with how we police in this country from from like from the ground up. And, and, and most importantly, you know, these are human beings too. You know, like what, what causes a human being to become that way? What, why are so many sadistic personalities attracted being in the police? What, what is it about that, that culture that, that encourages that? What is it about the, 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 the us and them tribal instinct? You know, you're a bully. All, all these things that, that, that come up and repeat over and over and over and over, you know? So yeah, we've seen, Latino cops, black cops, white cops. Yes, there's racism, but it's also an us and them. It's also, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, again, we know the kind of personalities. We've seen tons and tons of videos. Do you think, so, despite what, the fact that the cops were men of color, that there was a, possibly a racial component to it? Well, I think, I think you know, if you want me to break it down, uh, there, there is a whole aspect of... of being, let's just say, there are certain things that um, supersede race, okay, uh, in terms of what you are, you know, it, w w the, the most simple terms is, I'm not like this one, okay, and you can interpret that however you want, you know, so, you know, it, it, within the black community, it exists, it exists within the Latino community, it, it, you know, this, these are the kind of things I talk about on, on my podcast, too. So, I say all that to say that the whole rethinking, the idea that we send human beings out to do this kind of a job, and uh, uh, we have these kind of personalities, we have these kind of things, and, and it is not mandatory that they're all under some sort of, you know, therapy. You know, I, I don't think that this is a job that you should do without it being mandatory. And, and, and if that's not even how we're thinking about what it is to be 
a cop and, and, and bringing people who, who are ex-military, who have become desensitized to, you know, there's just so many things wrong that that I think that this is just another example. I think what it also suggests, uh, uh, and the obvious, is that how swift this justice is meted out and, and how silent the Blue Lives Matters are and, and how... The, the racial component plays out on the larger scale. So it, it's it's all very unpleasant. And uh, I wish I thought that this was going to make uh, a difference. I hope it does. I hope it does. Let's, let's put it like that. I hope it makes a difference. So that's my take. I don't know if this is of, gives you any response you were hoping for, Yvette. Um... I'm sorry. No, I'm not comforted. <laughs> you <laughs> couldn't do it, Mike. Sorry. You couldn't promise. Yeah, sorry. no, not, none of it. I, I don't I have any I more comfort. That, yeah. I, um, I'm, I don't know. I'm I sorry. I'm just sad about the whole thing. Yeah. So Edgar Casey spoke about pain and. He made a reference to massive amounts of pain, how it's collective. And I don't know if you've ever been in a room where people were angry and then it escalated and then everybody's angry and it gets chaos. Well, yeah, we were chaos. talking about that. Yes, that group mine, that, that's, it's part of... Yeah so, yeah, so Edgar Casey made this reference and I, I'm seeing it more and more. In on every level, like uh, the news, you know, um, person pushes somebody on the train track. Somebody's suicidal and wants to jump, and the collective saying, "Jump, jump, jump!" Like the masses are even between two people. Like a normal conversation, all of a sudden, it escalates into anger, and then it just goes beyond. Be- anybody's expectation I am seeing this pain like I don't know I it's, it's be, uh, can you help me out here have you seen it uh, well, you know, that's basically the theme of the show, that, that we're, our society has become insane, but because we don't really, you know, we, we don't have, we don't really take mental illness uh, seriously, in my opinion, in, in this culture, unless it's something that can be profited, you know, you, can, you know, uh, and, and... But you, you have to say, arguably, it's it's a lot better than it was like 40 years ago. I don't know about that, dude. I don't know about that. I mean, people were we, putting we, their wives in mental institutions for shock therapy. Okay, but that was that was that, that, that was, was strategy. That was forty years ago. Evil. What about today's evil? Today's evil. Uh, uh, today, what what they're doing? You know, uh, dude. I, okay, let me let me tell you though my thought though. Yes. Okay, because I, I think we could go on about you know. So, <laughs> but in answer to your question, Yvette, yes. I, I unfortunately I think yes. I think we're we're just getting crazier and crazier as a society. And I wish I could be optimistic. But just like we talk about here on the show, the thing, thing about m- mankind, humanity, is that we create a problem, right? But then we have a technological solution. 
you know, we'll find a way to clean all that water. We dirty, you know, we'll, we got. We actually know, have the technology. We have the technology. All right. And I'll talk about that. I have a, the water thing. Um, and, but uh, you, are you ready for this? Because this is yes. something we've been predicting here on the show. All right. Somebody's calling. Let's see if they can get through. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Mike. Yes. Who is this? Oh, hey, this is Danny. Danny. Oh, All right. Yes. Danny. Welcome so, back. Wow. So uh, this is it. This is insane. I found this story. I'm like, people are freaking crazy. Which story? San Antonio Zoo will let you name a cockroach. After an egg. Oh, they've been doing this for it. years. You could do that in the Bronx Zoo. I got an email like of everybody. They've been doing this for years. It's a thing. It's a thing. Oh it's a tradition now. That's right. Yes, it's called Crimea Cockroach. That's right. There it is. This is, listen, uh, do I have to say it again? We'd made. I got an email. That was the kind of world we'd made. And it says that was if you're the not kind of word bugs, we made. What's that? If you're not into bugs, if you're not into bugs, you could buy a vegetable, or you could buy a rodent. Oh, oh, there it is, <laughs> and, and 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 drown it. Okay, so, all right, how about this? But here's the future. Here's how we will solve it all. Okay, you ready? And and this is how it will begin because they've already started doing they've started this technology they started using it for depression it says here a neurochip to manage brain disorders oh, yeah. researchers have combined low power chip design machine learning algorithms and soft implantable electrodes to produce a neural interface that can identify and suppress symptoms of yeah, various like neurological disorders what's that it sounds like TV and commercials that we're watching. Exactly. So here it is. It says uh, the uh, Mansa Shoran of the Integrated Neurotechnologies Laboratory in the School of Engineering collaborated with Stephanie LeCour in the Laboratory for Soft Bioelectronic bio Interfaces to develop Neural Tree, a closed loop neuromodulation system on chip that can detect and alleviate disease symptoms. Thanks to a 256-channel high-resolution sensory array and an energy-efficient machine learning processor, the system can extract and classify a broad set of biomarkers from real patient data and animal models of disease in vivo, leading to a high degree of accuracy in symptom prediction. Oh, uh, uh, machine learning, that's artificial intelligence. You're yes. putting an artificial intelligence yes, microchip in your brain. To manage your emotions. You will no longer be depressed. Because they're now using this, they're testing it for depression. So, what were we going to say, uh, Yvette? I know you have a lot to say about... So, yeah, that's... Well, maybe this is artificial intelligence, but they're already doing it now with every television medium. Everything that we see and everything that's morbid is already... One, two, I'd rather talk about how Botox is improving depression because if you can't frown, you can smile. <laughs> Botox is improving depression. That's a, that's the commercial. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that commercial. Yeah, there, there is a medical model. Well, you know, Danny, what do you got to say? If you can't frown, maybe you can smile. And if I inject a few needles in your face strategically, perhaps mm. 
You could be happy. Perhaps. Uh, you sound like the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I can make you happy. Exactly. Love that Joker. I can make you happy. Still tuned to listener sponsored radio, WBAI. 
Uh, wow. Who's on the air still with us? Yvette Vega. Yvette Vega. Yeah, who else called? Who is this? Daryl McPherson, Bronx, New York. Daryl McPherson, Bronx, New York. So we have Daryl, Danny, wow. and Yvette. Wow. Let's, that's, MVPs. And MVPs. All right. So how about this, Yvette? Uh, or unless not, Did you have something insane to tell us, Daryl McPherson? I'd like to ask, has anybody tracked how much money each uh, perpetrator of violence against black people have made on the internet. So, for instance, I heard Kyle Rittenhouse, gentleman who did the Kenosha shooting, made over a million. Uh, I seem to remember the gentleman who killed um, Trayvon, Mill- uh, <clears throat> Trayvon Martin, made over a million. I think the police officers and some of the early um, death. I'd like to know I'd like to see if any uh, if anybody's tracking how much private money is being raised to quote unquote defend the officers in Memphis. I think it would be an interesting story. Comparison. Well, I, I think that you should do that research and then come on and report to us. You know, oh, come, on, come on, Mike. Mike. That's right. Listen, you call and you give me a sign. <laughs> Mike from Jersey, write that down. Okay, write that down. I'm taking notes. Write that down. First of all, let me just say this. It's on its way, okay? And it's on cassette, too. Now, first of all, let me just say this, all right? Profiting from death has long been a part of, let's just say, certain cultures for a long time. So, you know, it used to be a public event to go watch somebody hung, Okay. And, and, and it's it's and that's not even beheadings and beheadings. That's and not even body parts. All of that, all of that. Listen, so so uh, uh, human beings can easily tap into a long-standing capability of inhumanity. We 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 it, it exists. Okay, just like it exists for us to be more angelic and and closer to uh, you know a love. And love each other. We still have we have that same capacity to to, you know, just like you can meet a cow, forget and then eat it. Right from Jersey. I actually just like completely you. forgot that I met a cow. I you see, and you know it. why? Because you're a flesh eater. Okay, but I'm just saying. Uh, and I like so, bacon. So unfortunately, this is part of the insanity of uh, human beings. Now, here is something that I think uh, I don't know. This will shock anybody, but this is news: traffic pollution impairs brain function. First in the world study suggests that even brief exposure to air pollution has rapid impacts on the brain. A new study by researchers at the University of British Columbia, this is from Science Daily, by the way, okay? A new study from, by researchers at the University of British Columbia and the University of Victoria has shown that common levels of traffic pollution can impair human brain function in only a matter of hours. The peer-reviewed findings published in the Journal of Environmental Health show that just two hours of exposure to diesel exhaust causes a decrease in the brain's functional connectivity. The measure of how the study provides first evidence in humans from a controlled experiment of altered brain network connectivity induced by air pollution. For many decades, scientists thought the brain would be protected from harmful effects of air pollution. 
but this study is the first of its kind in the world and provides fresh evidence supporting a connection between air pollution and cognition. So this comes back to my theory about living in the city, how it drives you insane. We're all out there getting our brains impaired, just, just breathing it in, and they're just telling us now. It's like when... when uh, so is that like the humans in Planet of the Apes, that no, that's how they became no, no. mutes? And, and, and they and, don't and, even get into like how, how you know, how, how we used to have a great rail system and then they made a deal. An amazing rail they, system. Boy, they made a deal for these diesel buses to come in and bring in the pollution. So what? Brain impaired, they, they won't even know. <laughs> so, uh, thoughts on that, event? Yes. I, um, my hypothesis is has nothing to do with anything that you just said. It has to do with depth perception. Because, you know, when you're looking in the city, you see building, building. You don't see green. You don't see grass. You don't see trees. You don't see depth. You don't see sky. So when your vision is skewed and there's no depth perception, I think that is the deterioration. And even if there is oxygen deficits and toxins in the air, there is no way to restore or regenerate the deficit. So in other words, city living is destroying you. It's destroying your depth of perception. Well, it's destroying your me. cognitive I live, I live connections. Hey, hey, oh, oh, you live in Never Never Land. Ooh. Yeah, no, my view, I can see the Empire State Building from my house. I live in Long Island. I could see the Statue of Liberty on a clear day. Danny, let me ask you a question, because you used to live in the Bronx. Now that you live out in the open spaces and you've lived in all these different Ooh, me? no i'm talking to danny danny you still here danny I'm sorry. I'm sorry. i think he got disconnected danny got disconnected all right danny got to daryl what about you have you lived in the city all your life daryl he's gone too he's gone too i guess he's gone look at that all right i think the crazy people are in uh long island and all the same <laughs> ones are actually in manhattan <laughs> Of course, well, but of course, because you live in, you know, of course, the crazy people think that. Plus, I mean, you know, Long Island is it's got its own thing going on. There Ameri- was a third five Sorry. foot whale on my beach today. Did you hear about that? You you beached a whale? You said? Uh, I didn't do it on purpose. It was a thirty-five humpback beach whale. Wow! Today that came up on shore. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. Uh, And you saw it? You saw it live? You went down and watched the whale? Well, no, I saw it on the news. But I could have seen it. It was on my beach. I was just at work. But it was on the news. I understand. No, I didn't see it. I I didn't see it. I didn't know about the beach whale. Did you know about it, Mike from Jersey? I didn't know about it, but when when I was up in New England, it literally happens all the time. All right. So, you know, I'm going to move on to something slightly more positive because, you know, as uh, you know, let's just say we haven't been talking about the happiest of things, and and this is an interesting story from the end of December. Uh, and you know, every culture has its own, you know, mystics and seers. And, oh yeah. And 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 in certain cultures, they call them shamans. Okay. So instead, in Peru, 
shamans see the end of the Russia-Ukraine war in 2023. Now, we've been hearing, of course, in the news that, you know, he's going to use nuclear weapons. But this is what they said in December. It says, peace between Russia and Ukraine is on the horizon in the new year, or so predicted a group of shaman and healers in Peru's capital of Lima. Now, that was on Wednesday, December 28th. Uh, atop a hilltop, the shamans donning a traditional Andean attire welcomed the coming year in a purification ceremony incorporating flowers, incense, a snake, and photos of the Ukrainian and Russian presidents. And it says here, all this will calm down. Peace, tranquility will come. That's what we've seen. So wait, why is Peru so focused on Ukraine and uh, Russia? Well, you know, I'd say uh, I'd say that the prospect of nuclear war affects us all. So I'd be focused if I was, you know, if I was a peacemaker, I'd be, you know, focusing. I think we should what? send you to, to, to yeah. Russia. To what, what, what's your thought yeah. there, Yvette? It happens to be the year of the rabbit. Oh, it just became the year of the rabbit. That's right. And the rise of rabbit resorts. I heard about that. See, it's the year of the rabbit. Rise of rabbit resorts. Wait, do you know about this? uh, There's a Netflix documentary about a woman who left millions to this dog. Yeah, I've heard about this. I've heard about it, yes. And the twist is that. He keeps getting cloned. Now that's the best part. That's the best part. <laughs> that's the best part because it, at are, some are point. Are you making fun of me? No, no, no this no. is a real thing. This is a real thing. This is a real thing. It's a real thing. Listen, I'm all aboard. Listen, I saved some fur from Princess, so like when it becomes affordable, when it's like seven ninety five, bring the kitty back. Oh. And, you know, I'll bring Wait, Princess. I can back. totally see you doing that. Yes, I will. What'd you say? Her dog. Did she? I don't know. Is that if, true? If I, you know, why not? But then the, the question is: Do do clones have souls? Do you like? Do you have? You have a clone? Like, what is it? You just get a new soul in the clone. Do clones have I, souls? I'm not sure. I just know that I would love to see Star every day for the. I know. Yeah, every but you say you say that at the beginning of the movie. And then it's like it turns into a it's Stephen King story. It's like exactly. It's like it looks just like Star, but it's not Star. Why is it growing scales? Exactly. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's a good setup. I want to be with Star every day for the rest of my life. I want to wake up every morning and see my boo-boo. My boo-boo. he's probably answering you. Well. My, is Mike on the line? What's this? Is what? He doesn't know how gorgeous my dog is. I no, no. You mean Mike from Jersey? No, he doesn't know. You, you have to. Oh, that, about the you, dog? Yeah. The, I don't. The, I don't. You can give out the. Uh, you can give out the, um, the social media for a star. <laughs> so, uh, Mike from Jersey. Yes, sir. Are you ready for the next story? And and. You want to give out the phone number? It's 212-209-2877. That is correct. And we are Night Shift.
this is straight up life is like science fiction but i think that this is actually pretty fascinating this is uh you, you ready for this I'm one ready. here you ready for this one now um do you describe yourself as a con a, a nature is a con conversation a conversationalist a conservative do you do, you, do Conservationist, you, conservationist, you oh my God, conservationist or anything like that, Yvette. Do you, do you consider yourself to be, uh, you know, are you trying to lower your carbon footprint? Do you, do you do any of that? Um, hmm. All right, give me a definition first. Okay, that's good. The fact that you're asking that says everything I need to know. So, <laughs> you ready? Okay, researchers. This is from, also from Science Daily. Re okay, wait, I have to go for some different music here for this. this is, uh... Yeah, we need something more like conspiratorial 70s sci-fi. Oh, listen, that, that I'm going to pause for that. You said you said it. You said 70s sci-fi. Okay, here's what's great. Okay, here's what's great. Okay, first of all, um, I, I, you know, I... Uh, I got one of these, you know, I download and, and I get sent, you know, these soundtracks. I get a lot of stuff and, and I and eventually I get around to listening. So they release like all the Planet of the Apes scores, but the original Planet of the Apes scores. Now, if for, for those who, who know movie scores, you know, Jerry Goldsmith did the original yes. and then he did Escape. Okay. Uh, but in between when he didn't do the score, they brought in like these jazz guys like real jazz guys like tom scott okay big name in jazz okay and so what's bizarre is to hear tom scott doing jerry because they're trying to make it sound like planet of the apes you know so i have to play these two oh, tracks God. these two tracks they're so okay it, again if you're a fan of planet of the apes and you know the score at all You'll get it, but then here's the thing about it. It's sort of, and then there's there's, there's I'm play two tracks here. I'm gonna play the the uh, theme from Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. Okay, oh, I love the theme. Okay, from and then there's a track called Okay. Now you all know the themes of of Planet of the Apes. They're turning them into slaves, blah blah blah, and then they revolt. I mean that's the theme. It's a whole slave theme, you know, like Spartacus, whatever. So um, there's a track called. Okay, keep in mind now, it's the 70s, all right? The track is called Subjugation Soul, okay? <laughs> I couldn't make that up. All right, so let me just let you hear Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. It's just, it's, it's, it's Tom Scott doing Jerry Goldsmith. It's just, it's such a bizarre... I, I need to hear so, this. It, it, it's so bizarre. It's so, it's so, all right. I, I don't even know what to expect. You, you, you couldn't possibly...
tell, tell me that's not amazing. You have to this, send me this, this Mike. Tell me that's not amazing, right? Okay, okay. And I love all the, you know, making the instruments sound like the monkeys and everything. It actually uh, sounds very 60s to me. All right, well. Like all right. 68, 69. All right. Do you want to know what I think? What's that? What, yeah, of course, I want to know what you think. I, I, I paused it. So what did you think you got? That was hot as hell. <laughs> but you know what I really think? What do you really think? That's West Side Story. Ah, yes, yes, okay. yes, it is. Yes, it is. That is yes, West Side is. Story. Yes, it is. That's good. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes. All right, you ready? For subjugation soul. You ready for subjugation soul? Okay. Is this the one that he's doing? Uh, okay. He's doing Jerry? Uh, well, this is, again, this is all from the score of Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. This is a track called Subjugation Soul. So I don't know what was happening at this point in time, but the music is like, okay, what could be happening with these apes? But right, doesn't so. it remind you of West Side Story? It absolutely does. And until you said it, I didn't realize it, to it totally, totally, totally sounds totally like great. West Side Story. That And what I picture also is like the apes marching, like almost, you know, sort of like uh, the jets and the thing. <laughs> So, that yeah. was the thing when the Puerto Ricans and the yes. were fighting. There it is. So, sort of like creates its own new Planet of the Apes movie. The, right. the, the imagination of the, the music is the great. The music is great. That exactly. It was right. actually wonderful. Uh, I I thought it was great too because you realize, okay, it's fun. You like it. Like he took it and did something else with it. All right. So I'm going to play to you Subjugation Soul. It's just like it says speaks so much of the time. It's like you're there in this movie TV show Like, if it, would you know? Okay, this is a track from Conquest 
of the Planet of the Apes. What could possibly be happening at the sea? Like, I, what, what? Like, it's, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's bonkers. It's exactly. What year? This is like, oh, got to be 74. Yeah, I can 74, hear that. 74, I'd That's say. Kimi Hendrix. It does like, definitely. What's, get, definitely what's going on like in the Hendrix. studio? Exactly. Definitely sounds like it's Jimmy, Jimmy Hendrix, but like, w- 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 what seed is it? Who is it? Who is that guitar player? I want to know. You want to know? I have to, all right, I'll have to look it up. Subjugation Soul. Uh, I don't have any idea. Because I have the track at home. I have the, the soundtrack at home. And... Jimmy Hendrix on... On, uh, on the planet of the age. No. That was good. <laughs> that was good. That was there it is. Amazing. Like if the world was going to end. Exactly. You want to play that track just before you go. <laughs> I instead. You know what I have to say, honestly? As hokey as it is, I really enjoy Beneath Planet of the Apes. Beneath, did you? With the ridiculous stereotype science fiction, like irradiated psychic humans. You like all of that. You reveal your true self to you. <laughs> I am with you. I like I the am, silliness of I, it. I am, and I want to go back to the basics. <laughs> like Heston fight the other guy. Body. Back to the basics. All right, so here's here's the story I wanted to read. This is is more of a um, happy story. Okay. And this is from Science Daily also, okay? Researchers propose new structures to harvest untapped source of fresh water. An almost limitless supply of fresh water exists in the form of water vapor above Earth's oceans, yet remains untapped. Researchers said a new study suggests an investment in new infrastructure capable of harvesting oceanic water vapor as a solution to the limited supplies of fresh water in various locations around the world. What do you think of that? So we have the technology right now. Harvester, isn't that right out of Dune? (laughs) Say that again. It's, it's, it's so we have that technology now. This is not we theoretical. Have the technolo- no, they ha- we have the technology now. It says here, uh, the study led by civil and, in- and environmental engineering professor and Prairie Research Center executive director Praveen Kumar evaluated 14 water stress locations around the globe for the feasibility of a hypothetical structure capable of capturing water vapor from above the ocean and condensing it into fresh water and to do so in a manner that will remain feasible in the face of continued climate change. I I am all in. Yes. In fact, but it's I theoretical. Want my it's not IRA fidelity doctor the money that I put in uh, my IRA and fidelity account. I want it to go to that stuff. Exactly. That's what I want. Sustainability. You know, that's why we need the Planetary law enforcement. All right, so, so this is uh, my um, we. Well, let's just say this: you are still tuned to listen to sponsored radio, WBAI ninety nine point five FM, and on the web at wbai.org. 
The name of the show is Night Shift. I'm Mike Sargent. I'm here in the studio with Mike from Jersey. Yes, sir. We have Yvette on the phone, and the phone number here, if you want to call in and tell us what you think. 212-209-2877. That's 212-209-2877. You can tell us what you think is insane about where we are right now. We don't want wretched souls. This story to me sounds like something out of Blade Runner. Okay, uh, so I'm going to read. I'm going to see if we can find something Blade Runner-esque to, to use here. But um, Yvette, are you a fan of that movie? By the way, Blade Runner. Are you, are you so I'm I'm here, but I lost you. But you I'm back. Are you, you're here, but you lost me. But you're back. I was asking if you're a fan yeah. of the movie Blade Runner. Blade Runner. I'm a fan. Okay. Again, you still there? I'm still here. I'm still here. Okay, I got you. Seeing Blade Runner at the Ziegfeld was was that your favorite? One of my, one of my favorite memories Runner, for sure. Okay, all right. Okay. W- was there a follow? up Yes, there is a follow up question. The follow up <laughs> question is. Huh? Okay, sorry. OMG, I'm losing you. I'm losing you on the follow-up question. No, you're not, no, you're not. We're still here. We, I haven't given the follow-up question. Now, here, okay, can you hear us now? All right, so here is a description. This is also from Science Daily, uh, because I think science, you know, science fiction, they're one and the same. Um, okay, you tell me what you picture. A fairy-like robot flies by the power of wind and light. The development of stimuli responsive polymers has brought about a wealth of material related opportunities for next generation small scale wirelessly controlled soft bodied robots. For some time now engineers have known how to use these materials to make small robots that can walk, swim and jump but so far no one has been able to make them fly. But they have what they're calling the artificial fairy okay it's controlled by light the artificial fairy developed by zeng and yang that's they're from the researchers at light robots group and and the uh the academy research uh, and an academy research fellow uh, and group leader there what country is this this is where do you think china no this is okay uh, the temp, the Tempere University, I believe this is 
says Tampere University. I would assume that this is China because everybody's name is Chinese. So, yes. It says, okay. Well, it's two different. Is one one is in Germany and one is in, in, it looks like one is in mainland China. Anyway, so it says here, researchers of the Light Robots Group at the Tempera University are now researching how to make smart material fly. Hao Zing, Academy Research Fellow and Group Leader, and Jane Feng Yang, a doctoral, a doctoral researcher, have come up with a new design for their project called Fairy, Flying Aero Robots Based on Light Responsive Materials Assembly. Okay, so Fairy is actually an acronym. They have developed a polymer assembly robot that flies by wind and is controlled by light. Superior to its natural counterparts, this artificial seed is equipped with a soft actuator. The actuator is made of light responsive crystalline elastomer, which induces opening or closing actions of the bristles upon visible light excitation. Tell me this is not like we, right out of Blade Runner. Well, Come on, we've, dude. we've gone from life is like science fiction to life is like anime. This is, yes. Hey, tell me says, that's not an anime. This is amazing. It says the fairy can be powered and controlled by a light source such as a laser beam or LED. This is like a, a it's a film. Uh, thoughts there? Uh, Little Terminators. Yvette Vega? Yeah. Can you hear me? <laughs> can you, first of all, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear us? Okay. So you, you spoke about wings. The wing is the element of air. Yes. Right? And then you spoke about light. Yes. Light is visceral. Visual. So if you're going to talk about wings or mythology or any superhuman being, you spoke about wing air. What you didn't speak about is auditory. If this is going to be, like you said, a, you said a word about the intention of this being. I can't remember it. Now. Well, it's a fairy-like robot. It's not a, a being. Fairy. It's, it's a fairy. Yeah, that's I can't it. you imagine like a, this is like a James Cameron a film? Yes, it is. A fairy is indigenous to ears, big ears, right? All all of the movies we've seen um, in cinema. Fairies, the Return of the Ring. So you think right? it's going to be like a like a sort of a, a okay? No, what I think is that missing it. Fairy is auditory, winged is air. I think they're missing it. Mm. Well, what I think you have to rethink it. Yes, sir. What do you think? Uh, it's 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 wild. I'm trying to wrap my head. It's I, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. I'm picturing like uh, these like little like it's like a James Cameron film. These like little robots and I don't know. It's wild. I I don't know what to. What's to make of it? Well, I, I would say that uh, the artificial fairy 
uh, robot that. Like, what are you going to do with it? That's <laughs> a really, you know, that's really an interesting question. Why is it being created? It's, um, you know, because they can. Okay, but here, here, look, here's here's hope. Contact lenses to treat dry eye syndrome. Engineers have developed a contact lens prototype that is specifically designed to prevent contact lens-induced dry eye. Okay, first of all, uh-huh. dry Good eye. Idea. Are you ready? Dry eye. Okay, say contact lens-induced dry eye, and then they put in brackets, Clyde. So that actually is a thing. It says here, I didn't even know it was an acronym there. It says the lens alleviates Clyde. the condition. Exactly. Well, far- <laughs> yeah, but that's a good idea. No, I'm saying it's a great idea. Listen. Short-sighted or far-sighted. Yep. It says. That's a good idea. Listen, the lens alleviates this condition. It is. The lens alleviates this condition by facilitating tear flow in response to normal eye blinking. This can relieve the discomfort, visual impairment, and risk of inflammation experienced by millions of Clyde sufferers. I'm into it. There it is. OMG. Can I, t- can I tell you a psychiatric industry secret? Please. I want to hide all secrets. Okay. So the drug Lexapro. Oh, Lexapro, yes. Lexapro. One of, I work in psychiatry, psychiatric research for 16 years. So, a fellow psychiatrist once told me, he said, you want to know how I know when a person is lying? If they're on Lexapro and they say, oh, I'm crying, it's impossible. One of the side effects Lexapro, it dries up your tear ducts, and you're incapable of crying. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, but that's right. To me, that's just life is like science fiction. I feel like the the whole when they have the depression implant, people will just get it. You know? <laughs> They, they will. They will just get it. It's like it like starts. A, it starts now. What they would like a Skynet like thing? Listen, do we with will, chip. We will be chipped, all chipped by twenty thirty. That's that's my prediction. Uh, twenty thirty five. People are going to be all born chipped. Everybody will be chipped some way. They'll, they'll have all kinds of reasons. Chip grandma, so you can know she's safe. You know, they'll, they'll have they'll, they'll have reasons. Chip your child. They, what if they take them? We can find I would them. Ch- actually, I would chip my child. Of course you would chip your child. They get you the child, the thing. All right, chip all the sex offenders. Oh. Yep, they chip them. Everybody, listen, yes, everybody's going to be chipped, right. I'm telling you. And then the depression thing, like, no matter what happens in the news, you'll just click to the next channel because <laughs> you, you don't feel anything. So we're living in, like, the prisoner 1960s mind exactly, control world Exactly, now. exactly. <laughs> Honey, turn up the anti-depression. <laughs> so, can, can do you feel everybody would get the implant uh, for the the depression? No, that, this is not a side effect of the implant. I'm just saying, people will get it. You remember that movie in uh, in the old days where everybody thought there was an alien invasion? This is like the show. <laughs> oh, you mean They Live? You mean that movie They Never. Live? Is that the movie? So wait, if you have a chip, does that make you a cyborg? No. Listen, 
things. They'll, they'll, they'll ch- she'll have, she'll be chipped. She'll have a clone dog. She'll be <laughs> living in the. She'll be living in the future. What about like enhanced? What about artificial eyes with enhanced vision? Mm. OMG, you guys are scaring me. No, first of all, I think I'm totally about the cloning of the pet. I'm right there with it. I'm, I'm with it. I would totally clone. I don't know. I feel Princess. weird about it. Why? Because you're just making a copy of this. It, it's, it's, I mean, it, it, it can't choose to come back. It's, it doesn't matter. You're bringing back it with love. You're bringing wait, it wait, back. Wait, 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 wait. Let's let's. I like that. Mm, can't choose. I feel like it's like a back? yeah, but is Star it come Trek back? Moral but, thing. Uh, so is it come back? So it's the same soul. You think I it's mean, a recycled soul? He doesn't believe in reincarnation. I don't. I don't. You don't believe in reincarnation. Reincarnation. I would like to. All right, so wait then. What comes? Is it a soulless pet? What comes back then? What do you get with I a clone? Don't know. I don't know that a clone has a soul. But it could be reincarnation. You don't know. It could be reincarnation. Just come back again, and you're like, damn. What if coming. you already went somewhere else? That's why I, I don't. Yeah, think like what if a... you already did your time as a cat and you already oh, come back as a human? You guys I'm sorry. Are me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. Just saying. I'm gonna have By the way, what what did you think? Um, just in the life is like science fiction of it all. When um, you know, like earlier in the week, uh, last week, I guess that they this congressman had an AI read the bill on the floor of the house. Of the yes. Senate. Okay. How life is like science fiction is that? It's like an outer limits. Episode. And what and what if that becomes a thing? Like they can't be there, so they send their AI to do their presentation in their own voice. <laughs> I mean, we're living in the future? Yes, but should we? That is the question. (laughs) That was the kind of world we'd made. That's the question. Should we? I don't know about the whole cloning thing. It's a little... You, you think that we shouldn't... Uh, I feel like it's like opening a, a, a bad science fiction uh, so you're concept. Yeah, I, so I, I want Who's Who's paying for it, by the way? What? Well, you it. are. The clone? No. Can, can I give an example? Please. All right. Am I allowed to speak freely? Speak freely. You're at the round oh, table. Oh, goodness gracious. So, I, I don't know if this politically correct. I'm over... All right. So you can be transgender and want a nose job or a breast implant or a penis reduction and have the government pay for it. Okay? So I want to know who's paying for it. One. Two, I'm kind of pissed because... You know, maybe I want something, but I can't have it paid for. So, there is my comment. 
Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, I think it's been, uh, as we, as we end up in the home stretch, I, I feel like this has been a crazy week, month, year. I, I don't know. I don't know what's coming. I don't know what tomorrow's going to be like. I don't know if next week is coming. I think it's a, it's a crazy, crazy world we're living in. Right, you, you sound like Chris now. Like you become, you become Chris. <laughs> Someone well, had to. Someone had to. Well, I think it's been an interesting journey here, and I think we conclude that the world is most definitely insane. And air pollution will cause cognitive dysfunction. And depth perception or lack of can cause even worse. But we're here we are. Mondays from 10 p.m. to midnight. It's about the music. It's about the talk. But if you've enjoyed the show, please consider making a pledge in the name of Night Shift. When I say make a pledge, this show is, this station is listener-sponsored. So hopefully you know that if you've been listening and if you've pledged before, pledge again. So you can call 212-209-2950 if you want to call somebody. If you don't want to talk to somebody, you can just go to the donation site. And that's give the number two WBAI.org. And just go to Night Shift, N-I-T-E-S-H-I-F-T, and say, hey, I want to support this show. I'm going to become a BAI buddy and pay $15 a month to become a night shift BAI buddy. So, Yvette, I want to thank you for uh, joining us here on the air. Uh, I hope you enjoyed being here with us. Are you still there, Yvette? Oh, no, we didn't lose the event. Oh, we didn't lose the event. All right, well, we can probably get one more call if you want to give out the phone number one more time. 212-209-2877. Yes, maybe somebody has a parting thing they want to say. They've been listening. We've been live. Calling in. Oh, is Yvette, is that you? You're still there? I'm, I'm not done. You're not no, done. Good. Such your guy. We were sorry. You're trying to say goodbye. Say thank you for being here, Yvette. Oh, my goodness. Ben, you're amazing. Well, thank you. You thank are you. amazing. amazing. You're amazing. Well, you're your amazing. insight is just so intellectual and refreshing and spontaneous. 
I like that. I'll, I'm going to record this and use this for our trailer. This could be part of your daily affirmation. It's spontaneous, intellectual, and entertaining. It's spontaneous. Spontaneous. Educated. Educated. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I fooled you all. I will tell you how the universe will exactly. be. Exactly. Yes. I can tell you the answers. At first, let me pour you a sherry. But then that would be cheating. So, uh, well, uh, like I said, we are here on Mondays from 10 p.m. till midnight. And we're not always live, but we are tonight. Uh, Let's leave with a thought. What's the thought? Yvette's going to leave us with a thought. I don't know. If there were extraterrestrials, you know, and we were to dream. What would they say? Hopefully they'd say, get it together. I would hope that they are. I mean, I would hope there'd be something for us to learn from them, you know, and, and, and how to, to let's, let's, you know, we've evolved technologically. But we haven't evolved culturally. We haven't evolved to the point where we, okay, all right, wow, we, we can see every place on the planet, but we're still not loving each other. So what's the point of knowing there are other humans if you're not even going to try and relate to them or embrace them? Good point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but we haven't gotten to that part yet. The humans are still... Well, the thing is, we have all the ingredients. You know, we have the solutions, we have exactly. the technology, but nobody wants Listen, to do it. All the aliens in Star Trek knew the deal. Humans are not ready for the... All right, so there it is. <laughs> You're blowing up. <laughs> all right, so who who would you want to be on Star Trek? Uh, obviously, I would be Kirk. I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> I'd be Kirk. Uh, I would be Bones, 100%. Bones? I used to want to be Spock when I was in high school because I like the idea of having no emotions and nobody could touch you. But, uh, you know. That was the kind of world we'd made. World we'd made. World we'd made. World we'd made. Yeah, but Captain Kirk was definitely uh, an idol for me. Not for girls. No. Girls didn't want to be Captain Kirk. No. No. What about a horror? All right, we are out of here, and until next week, this has been Night Shift. Mike, thank you for having hey, me. And thank you for being here, Mike from Jersey. Thank you. You dream. You dream. Sweet dreams to you.